Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Young Black and Opinionated. I am your host, Christina Royster. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at The YBO Podcast. Today's episode is going to be my holiday episode. Since this episode is coming out on Thursday, December 16th, I won't have an episode the week of Christmas, so you know I gotta give y'all all the jingle feel. I got my... I got my jingle bells here, so we ready. You feel me? I'm ready for the holidays, and I just wanted to have another fun, light episode. So let's jump into my favorite season. I'm gassing. Everybody knows that winter is not my favorite season. I don't think winter is anybody's favorite season. (laughs) I'm sorry, winter. I do love the snow, and there's a caveat to that. I think we can all agree that we love looking at the pretty sparkling white snow out the window but driving in it not so much especially in new jersey um and the bitter cold we have had some really cold nights well actually not this year because climate change you know global warming uh mother nature said not this year y'all are going to be 60 degrees fahrenheit (laughs) i don't know what's going on with the weather but i i I always want a white christmas because i just think that is so cliche and so cute but I don't think that we're getting one this year. But otherwise, I love this type of season because of the Christmas lights, the Christmas baking, the family gatherings, you know, the Christmas music, the Christmas movies. Everything around Christmas time is awesome and fun, but then the rest of the winter, it's like, okay, can we just beat this up to spring? And so, of course, I had to talk about Christmas. I I, I do want to say I apologize to any listeners who celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or you could care less about the holidays, but this is YBO, and I have some opinions about the Christmas season, starting with mismatched lights. And I probably talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. Mismatched lights are so tacky to me. This This is how... This is how this subject came up. Me and my friends went to a Christmas drive through light show. And I don't know if that's a thing they started during COVID or if they've always been doing that, but I love it. And I hope that becomes me and my friends Christmas tradition because we've done it for two years in a row now and I love it. Just you get in your car and you drive around, usually a local farm or whatever, and they put on a whole Christmas light show and they have like life-size giant Santa. It's a whole fun thing. And I'm probably explaining this to y'all. You probably already know what I'm talking about, so you don't need me to explain it. But in case you've never been out your house and you've never seen a drive through Christmas light show, there you go. That's what it is. And um, so me and my friends are driving through. Even before we got to the Christmas light show, I was commenting on people's lights in the neighborhood. And Bree was like, oh, you're bougie, Christina. You're bougie with the Christmas lights. Well, excuse me for liking symmetry, for liking color coordination, I cannot stand when I look at a house with red Christmas lights, rainbow Christmas lights, clear Christmas lights. Like, first of all, my Christmas lights of choice would have to be the white or the the clear light bulb, okay? I just love, like I said, I love pure sparkling white snow, so I just love the white Christmas lights. They just look so angelic and so, I don't know, pristine and luxurious to me. The color lights are cute too, but certain colors, like blue Christmas lights, that's just a no to me. It's just a no. I just can't explain it. It doesn't really give me Christmas vibes. It doesn't really give me 
winter vibes. It just looks like a fucking bright ass blue LED light and it's not cute to me. I'm sorry if you have blue Christmas lights, but that's the conversation me and my friends were having on the way to the Christmas light show. I was just like, yeah, I don't like mismatched lights. That's tacky. I also don't like blinking lights. It's just not, no, I don't like it at all. And I just, I, okay, this was bad. This may have been ageism on my part because I was like, damn, why these houses only got one little deer out there? And my friend Bree was like, well, maybe they're old and maybe they can't get up there to put their Christmas lights up. And you are absolutely right, Bree. So that's some ageism on my part and I will work on that. I apologize. But if you are not a senior citizen and you are just lazy and threw the lights on one bush, then I'm judging you. I'm sorry, I'm judging you. So that was the conversation we had about Christmas lights. But another thing I noticed this year was people decorating their cars. And I was surprised to see an Audi with a Christmas wreath on the front. That again, to me is reading tacky. It looks like you slapped a bumper sticker on an Audi. Like that's, that's exactly the vibe that I'm getting. Like it just made it look cheap. I don't know. So I'm not trying to be a Grinch. I'm not trying to be a Scrooge. But when it comes to the Christmas decor, you know that I have to have it together. Come on now. I have a, I have a background in art and graphic design. I care about balance. I care about harmony and color theory. And maybe I'm reading too much into it. And maybe I'm saying all this because I don't even have a house. And because I don't know how much work goes into Christmas lights. Believe me, I know the struggle because I have seen my parents deal with it. And now I realize that I need to shut up because I'm probably not going to hang Christmas lights either. I was thinking about putting some lights in the front facing windows of my apartment that face the street so people could see it. And I haven't even done that, y'all. It's de it's December 15th. Christmas is in 10 days from today. I'm not putting no more decorations up. I have enough decorations going on. And if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen, I have a snow globe with a gnome inside. And maybe it's just me, I don't know, paranoid after watching it on my block. If you watch that show, then you know the whole symbolism with the gnomes. And so I have a Christmas snow globe with a gnome in it and it's the kind you wind up and it plays a sound and so all I did was just take it out of the closet and put it on the shelf I didn't wind it up or anything and I don't know if it was wound up and it finally let loose I don't know if a ghost flew by and and unwound the the, the <laughs> snow globe but that thing played music by itself without me winding it up so I might have a ghost of Christmas past I don't know but I have all the Christmas decorations out. And honestly, I wanted to ask y'all, you know, what, when is it too soon to decorate for Christmas? Because I want to get my money's worth. I want to get as much time with my beautiful Christmas decorations as I can. And so I'll put them up early. I put mine up. Well, I think I put mine up the day after Christmas. No, not the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I put mine up like the week of Thanksgiving because I want a full month. I want a full month of my decorations. Like at this point, like I just said, what's the point in hanging the lights now so they can be up for 10 days? And then the other token is how long do you keep the Christmas decorations up? Like, I feel like into the new year is fine. If you still have Christmas lights up on like January 3rd, okay, I'm not gonna kill you. But I feel like maximum January 5th. Like, come on now, it's time to take the lights down. Don't be lazy. You had a whole week off of work. Well, I don't think everybody gets off a week, but I should be getting a week off of work this year and I could really use it, man. That's my gift to me. And you know what? 
at my job, they ran a poll, like, would you rather have an in-person party or a virtual party or get a gift card? Listen, I'm going to tell y'all the same thing I said last year. Give me the money. Show me the money. Gift card me, please. I don't want no Zoom cocktails. I'm not commuting all the way to the office for a party. No. You can hit my inbox with a digital gift card, preferably Target, because my job be trying to give us those Amazon gift cards, and that's fine, but I prefer Target, to be honest. I'll be all over Target. So, yes, please, and, and, and that brings me to my next point. This is a very serious point. Listen, listen closely, listener. I think it is perfectly fine to tell somebody what you want for Christmas, I, I probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. My family didn't raise me to believe in Santa all my life. I knew my parents got my gifts. I never once knew of Santa or wrote a a list to Santa. And you know what? Kids write their wish list to Santa. So why can't I, why can't I have a wish list? And I, I bring this up because, you know, my boyfriend, he was half joking, but he was mostly serious. He was like, oh, Christina, you ruined Christmas because you tell me what you want. Yes, I do. And the reason being is because I have been disappointed before and I have received gifts that I didn't like. Not not just from boyfriends. I'm talking about family members. I remember one year, I think my uncle got my dad a hot dog maker. Just some, just some tacky shit. And so, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, you're just supposed to be, receiving a gift okay so the person can get you anything they want but I feel like the challenge is number one everybody already has everything like I I still today is December 15th and haven't bought my boyfriend's gift haven't bought my father's gift haven't bought my brother's gift mostly the men in my family the women I had no problem the men I'm like what do I get y'all and so yeah I know my boyfriend and I know what he likes but it's just like damn in a year that was very crazy for us and also, at a time when you already have all the clothes and shoes you need, what can I get this person? And so, I don't think it's a problem with asking somebody, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Or, hey, what are some things that you like? Refresh my memory. You know, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. But my boyfriend said that I ruined Christmas because I literally told him this year, I want to see this play for Christmas. And I know the tickets aren't cheap. And so, this can be my Christmas gift. So, that kind of ruined it. But... I don't know. Maybe I'll work on that with my own kids and my own traditions. I personally, okay, I'll say this. Should you tell somebody, hey, I want an Apple Watch? No. Have I done that? Yes. But (laughs) looking back, I prefer when people do the secret Santa where you write a list and you tell them, here's three things I like. Candles, books, and tea. And on Christmas, you'll get either candles, books, or tea. And you will be happy with either of those, because you told the person, here's what I actually like. I think it's incredibly wasteful, and you know, I have been more conscious of the environment, it's incredibly wasteful to get people gifts that they're not gonna to use. Please don't get gag gifts. Gag gifts are such a waste and they're terrible for the environment. Don't get a gag gift, please. Um, if you do, make it recyclable or something. Make it out of a cardboard box. Because I just... <laughs> I've just been thinking how like wasteful we are. Like, am I just going to buy you another pair of socks? Am I going to buy you another hat, you know, that you're never going to wear? And you're going to smile and be like, oh, thank you. You, you. you guys already know I hate opening gifts in front of people too. So if it's Christmas and I don't like it, ugh, 
that fake, oh my God, thanks. No, I don't, I'm not in the mood to do that this year. I already told my my friends, I was like, look, y'all probably won't be getting a gift from me this year. Money is tight. Inflation is the highest it's been in 40 years. Come on now. I feel like it's okay to only get gifts for your immediate family this year. You get a pass. You don't need to buy a gift for the mailman. Well, the mailman you should because I saw they getting robbed out here and that's fucked up. Broad daylight, broad daylight mail carriers have been robbed in my area. People are ruthless during the holidays. And my question is, this is probably a stupid question, but when people be stealing packages off your front porch, what do you gain? What, what do you think is in there? What if you're stealing somebody's medication? What if you're stealing dog food and you don't have a dog? Like, what, are you just stealing for fun or you just steal now and ask questions later and you, and you pawn whatever you find? Somebody did tweet like, oh, thank God Nike started taking off the just do it tape on their boxes. Yeah, that's easily identifiable. That's easy for somebody to steal. And those Amazon packages. Um, so Amazon just made me think of how I was at my mom's house and my brother got four Amazon packages in one hour. And we were like, what the hell is this boy ordering? We better get a Christmas gift. And, and see, I, I hate to say, oh, you better buy me a gift. But in this case, I've talked about my brother a little bit on this show. My brother has never gotten me or my family Christmas gifts. Like, at first, he was young and he was broke and he didn't have a job. Now you're 23 years old. You could get us a gift. Come on, bro. I mean, I don't give to receive. Like, I always end up getting my brother something anyway, even if it's just a little bit of something, a little gift card, a little candy. But I always give him something and not expect anything in return. But I did whisper in his ear that I would like a pair of crack Crocs. Because y'all remember me talking about Crocs on the podcast and how I wanted to get into it. Just never got around to it. So <clears throat> Crocs, if you're listening, Chris, I was still like a pair of Crocs, okay? <laughs> now, what, as you guys can see, this is kind of a freestyle episode. Um, I didn't necessarily have, oh, the last thing on my list, on my list of topics was Jesus is the reason for the season, but I want presents. I know that's right. <laughs> Because I really hate when people try to say like, oh, what has Christmas become? It's just all about gifts now. Jesus is the reason for the season. Like, yeah, I'm Christian and I believe at the end of the day, we're here to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Trust me, I did enough church plays and, and, and Christmas poems and speeches in, in church to know that Jesus is the reason for the season. And that's great. But I also do think that Christmas has, like I said earlier, Christmas has not just become one day, it's a whole season. And it's, uh, to me, and to most people, it's not about the gifts. It's not about, oh, I hope my boyfriend gets me this ring for Christmas. Like, uh, it, it's really about the giving and the family time and the traditions. And so, I don't know, from, from my point of view, I feel like, yeah, we have got materialistic, but the people that I hang around with it's really just all love. It's really all about family, especially since the pandemic and COVID. And y'all know I had such great loss this year. So just being around family, that is the best gift of all. And you know me, I'm a crafter. Shoot, I could DIY a cute little sentimental gift real quick, okay? <laughs> so it's not about how much money you spend. And that's really something that I was struggling with this Christmas because as I just told you guys, I told my boyfriend, I want to see Thoughts of a Black Man on Broadway. That's not cheap. Now, 
in return, I was sitting here racking my brain like, oh my God, what should I get him? Like, I want it to be of equal value. Well, that I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I'm telling myself and I'm telling y'all. If somebody gets you a $200 gift and you get them a $50 gift, that's fine. That's on them. Unless y'all came up with a number, which I hate when people show off and go above the number. If we said the secret Santa limit was $20, why did you spend 40? Why are you making the rest of us look bad, okay? So <laughs> it's not about the price. It's not about the money. It's it's really about the sentiment. And I mean, I know that it's a cliche, but like it really is a thought that counts. So that's my thoughts on Christmas gifts. And also, if you're talking to somebody right now, dating, no title, you're not together, I feel like you shouldn't have to do too much, honestly. A little gift card, a little handwritten note goes a long way. I personally don't feel like you need to go above and beyond and get a big gift. This is not your man. Remember, sis, this is not your man. Sir, this is a potential girlfriend. This is not your girlfriend. So keep that in mind. I don't know why I just went there, but I went there. Okay, so what I really want to talk to y'all about is the Christmas movies. And that was my impromptu Christmas jingles. Yes. The Christmas movies. So, there's not a lot of them. I mean, I, there's not a lot of black Christmas movies, I should say. When I think about black Christmas movies, I think about Almost Christmas, This Christmas, Best Man Holiday, Preacher's Wife. And even Preacher's Wife, is that really a Christmas movie or is it Christmas adjacent? Because we could talk about Christmas adjacent movies where there's like, a Christmas scene, but it's not completely all Christmas. You feel me? Because if that's the case, uh, the movie that comes to mind is While You Were Sleeping. I love that movie um, with Sandra Bullock. Ooh, and I know this is the Christmas episode, but I just got to say I watched that new Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix. Definitely check that out. What's it called? The Unforgivable. But anyways, nowadays, I feel like we are getting more black Christmas movies than ever. And they're not on the big screen they are on local networks. They are on Hallmark. They are on Lifetime. And now other streamers are getting involved. And this year I watched a, I'm not going to say black. It's, what's the word I'm looking for? Diverse. I watched a diverse Christmas movie on Netflix called Single All The Way. And so single all the way, the reason I say it's diverse is because the main characters are gay. They are part of the LGBTQ community. And then the, the, the uh, one of the main characters is black. And so it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Damn, a biracial couple? Is that the word? I'll think of it. But anyways, it was different. It was new. I've never seen this before. Like, oh, wow, a gay Christmas movie, movie. And apparently there's also a lesbian Christmas movie this year. And we'll get into that in a second. But the funny part is me and my friends, so we watched this movie after the Christmas light show that I was telling you about earlier. We watched this movie, and the funny part is me and Brianna were narrating the whole movie. We were just like, oh, typical Hallmark slash Lifetime Christmas movie formula. Oh, the love of your life has been under your nose all this time, and Girl, girl moves from a big city back home to for Christmas time, and will she stay or will she go? Will she, will she fall in love with the local guy? But now the job's calling her back to the big city, and Halil was pissed. Halil was like, "Y'all just know every Christmas movie, huh?" 
And we were like, well, the formula never changes. That's what I realized. <laughs> no matter what the Christmas movie, no matter what the network, the formula never changes. There's only like three family Christmas formulas, okay? That was one of them that I just named. The other one was like, oh my God, Christmas is in shambles and everybody's chaotic and we need to save Christmas. Or, oh, will, will, will dad come, will dad get back to Christmas, get home in Christmas, get home in time for Christmas, you know, all those different formulas, you know? They're all kind of the same. And yet, we love them. No matter how cheesy, no matter how corny, we still love them. And so, in my quest to watch more black movies, because I just feel like Hallmark and Lifetime have always just shown the same white Christmas movies, now they're starting to get more diverse, and now we're getting to the good stuff. And this is how black people celebrate Christmas. And I want to see it. And so I'm going to share with you guys. This is from Refinery29, the 10 best black corny Christmas rom romances of the season. And this is written by Kathleen Newman Bremang. And I love that they put corny in there because they are corny. Like, it's okay that they're corny. You don't have to give me some, some profound black holiday drama. I don't need that. I love the corny. I love, I, in fact, I tweeted the predictability of Christmas rom-coms brings me comfort. As somebody with anxiety, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but they say that people with anxiety just watch the same TV shows over and over because they know it's going to happen and it's predictable and it brings them comfort. And that's exactly, that's why I'm okay with watching these Christmas rom-coms because I know that everything's going to work out in the end. In the end, they're going to fall in love. In the end, Christmas will be saved. In the end, the kid will get the toy that was sold out, which, by the way, Jingle All the Way is one of my favorite Christmas movies. And also, that reminds me that I watched a new Christmas movie this year. I think it's called 8-Bit Christmas, starring Neil Patrick Harris on HBO Max. And it was all about his 1980s quest to get a Nintendo or whatever. It was very cute. I liked that one a lot. Um, again, typical Christmas formula. Kid wants a specific expensive toy. How will he get it? It's a Christmas miracle. It's under the tree at the end of the day. Okay, so I'm going to share with you specifically 10 black ones that y'all need to watch. And you know what? This is how you know this Christmas genre is taking off because the stars keep getting bigger and bigger. Kelly Rowland is out here. Freaking um, T and Tamara Mowry got the holiday movies on lock. The stars are flocking the television because TV makes more money. So here we go. 10 best black corny Christmas romances of the season. We have Christmas in Harmony. So this is going to be on Hallmark and I'll just read to you what they say. Um, we all know there's no better Christmas music than black Christmas music at church. The preacher's wife, hi, where you at? Apologies to Mariah Carey, but you know I'm telling the truth. This corny Christmas movie is set against the backdrop of a church choir called the Holiday Chorus and two competitive exes who are thrust back into each other's lives. Oh, wow, I couldn't predict that. Ashley Murray and Luke James play the exes who hit all the right notes. And then, of course, we have Michelle Williams in a diva role. You know, she always plays the diva. And Loretta Devine, she just got to play somebody's mama. So I I'm sure she'll be in... Loretta Devine is probably in three out of ten of these, okay? So that is Christmas in Harmony, if you like the music slash church choir vibes with the with the Christmas music with the Christmas movies we have Christmas in Harmony featuring Luke James everybody loves Luke James and he will be in that Broadway play I was telling y'all about uh well he already is 
thoughts of a black man. We have a picture perfect holiday. So of course this one is about a photographer. Oh, and it is starring Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And so it says when two extremely hot people get stuck sharing a room against their will. Love that one. Love that trope. Oh, it says, <laughs> it says not all rom-com tropes are created equal. Okay then. So we have a picture perfect holiday and that is on a lifetime. And then we have Miracle in Motor City. This is looking very black. This is looking very special. Um, the trailer, I just see a still shot of Smokey Robinson with Tia Maori. So I'm here for that. That's super cute. It says, they had me at Tia Maori and Mark Taylor. Not only did the two work together over two decades ago on Sweet 17 again, they are also the stars of two of the most important shows from our childhood, Sister, Sister, and Student Bodies. That's a Canadian show. And so Miracle in Motor City, as if that couldn't entice you enough, as if the cast couldn't entice you enough. It's a love letter to Detroit, Motown, and it features Smokey Robinson playing himself. And, oh, okay, so Tia Maori is a social worker who must take charge of her church's Christmas pageant. Yeah, and reconnects with ex-boyfriend Eddie. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, how many of these stories are the same? I still love it, though. I don't care if she's a social worker, a photographer, a, a, a dancer. They all fall in love with the ex-childhood uh, beautiful boy next door anyway. So love it. Miracle in Motor City, that's on Lifetime. And then we get into A Holiday Chance. Now when I saw the still image for this one, I'm not gonna lie, it looked like a low budget. It definitely looks like they cropped some stock photography together for the poster, but that's okay, okay. Uh, oh, this is in theaters. Oh, wow. Okay. This is brought to us by who's behind this? I don't know. But this is starring Nefessa Williams and Sharon Leal. Okay, you guys can hear. I'm just not excited about this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I should give it a chance because listen to this. This is the synopsis. If you're looking for a movie that digs a bit deeper than a wholesome romance and gets into the complexities of grief during the holidays with a side of sibling rivalry, the Chance family is here to deliver it all. So this one is called A Holiday Chance. You know what? I don't care how corny it is or low budget. I should just watch it anyway. It says there is drama, but you'll also get some laughs and a little bit of romance too. All right. Well, well, it's in theaters. I'm not going to watch that in theaters. I'm sorry. It says you can also get it on demand. So we're going to find it on demand, y'all. We're going to support. Because um, Nefessa Williams is the one from... Why did I get married, right? I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I'm, I'm either super good with celebrity names or... No, she's not the one from Why Did I Get Married? So I lied. Wait, what is she from? She looks familiar. Black Knight? She's from Black Lightning. Okay. Oh, yes, I know her. Okay, I do. All right, and then they have Single All the Way on this list, and I feel like I didn't do a good job of explaining this, so let me just read the synopsis. Yes, one half of the leading men of Single All the Way is white, but since there aren't a lot of black gay Christmas romances, a swirl couple is going to have to do. <laughs> and it says that... Um, single All the Way is about Peter, played by Michael Urie, who is a perpetually single man attempting to avoid his family's judgment during the holidays and convinces his best friend Nick to pretend to be his boyfriend. Well, we all know how that goes, don't we? Without even watching it. And we still love it. And it was so cute. And they just, can I just say that they have been picking the cutest 
black couples for these Christmas rom-coms. Like, everybody is stunning. Everybody has beautiful curly hair. Everybody has perfect straight teeth. Like, everybody just looks glowing, especially in the Christmas light. I don't know. They did not pick any ugly black people. And that's because we ain't ugly, okay? So, yeah. Single, single all the way. I just dropped my phone. Okay. Under the Christmas tree. This is the one I was telling you guys about that is a lesbian Christmas movie. This is on Lifetime. It says, another corny rom-com that doesn't star two straight characters. It's a Christmas miracle. Under the Christmas tree is Lifetime's first lesbian romance. It's about Alma and Charlie who cross paths when Charlie finds the perfect tree for a holiday celebration. Oh, okay. So Christmas tree shopping. I've never done that. And can I just tell you guys that I follow a black woman who is dating a white man and she posted on Facebook, uh, you know, their pictures from them going Christmas tree shopping. And, you know, you actually have to chop the tree down with a saw because it's a real tree. And she had a picture posing with her white boyfriend pretending to cut her neck with the, the saw. No, that was never a good... I wonder, First of all, I wonder if that was her idea or his idea and she went along with it. And second of all, it was just never a cute photo ever. I, I wouldn't even do that with my black boyfriend. That's just not cute. So yeah, it, it it's weird. Um, But that's apparently what you do when you go live Christmas shopping, okay? <laughs> now, we also have a Christmas dance reunion. This is on Lifetime and this is featuring none other than Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman, and they are getting back together for a reunion, for a dance reunion. And of course, we have to stick to the lifetime formula. She is a New York attorney who is invited to a Christmas farewell at a resort where her family has celebrated the holidays in the past, and she is reunited with her childhood dance partner, Barrett. We have to watch it. And it's not just for the high school musical stands, okay? We love Christmas musicals and we love dance all right now we're getting into the last movies number eight a christmas treasure on hallmark starring none other than america's sweetheart jordan sparks what has she been up to lately apparently this i'm glad to see it i'm glad to see her they said this is a christmas romance that features not one but two characters at a career crossroads and it's not just the workaholic woman you know what that's a fact because why is every Christmas movie about a workaholic woman? Lately, anyway, these these little Lifetime ones have been about them. And so Jordan plays Lou, a woman who discovers a 100-year-old time capsule with her grandfather's journal in it. Oh, oh, that, that's the tradition I'm talking about. That's the family history I'm talking about. Jordan Sparks, ladies and gentlemen. And then we have Merry Little Christmas Baby on Lifetime. So, oh, I'm sorry. This is the third installment. I need to delete that tweet. Okay. This is why I say that. Because I straight up just jumped right in and watched Merry Little Christmas Baby. Not knowing that this, I thought that, okay, so let me rewind. Today I watched Merry Little Christmas Baby. And I didn't realize that it was the third movie this 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 website is telling me that this is the third installment in this merry little franchise well number one when i watched it earlier i figured out it was the sequel i thought i was watching the sequel so now apparently i have two more movies to watch and so now it kind of makes sense why they just jumped right into things at the beginning because i was like oh okay everybody knows each other like that's the sister that's the dad okay 
and the mom wasn't in the movie and she was like FaceTiming all the time. And I was like, oh, that's weird. But like, maybe it's because we already met the mom in the previous movies and they couldn't get her for the third movie. I don't know. But now it all makes sense. So I watched the third movie in a Christmas trilogy without watching the other ones. And it still made sense. So we have Merry Little Christmas Baby. This is starring Kelly Rowland. And, um, you know, apparently her and her love interest, they've already gotten married, gotten the house. And now they're having a baby in this movie. And, of course, there's always, like, a family secret you gotta hide. And uh, Julian wants to propose to Trina or, no, what was the girl's name? I forgot her name, but the point is Christmas traditions, little Gen Z kids running around with drones and TikToks, and it's a very modern movie, and I loved it a lot. Um, I mean, while I was watching it, I was like, all right, this is corny. But then again, that's the point, as I said. So we got Merry Little Christmas Baby with Kelly Rowland. She did her thing. She's so beautiful. She is so beautiful. <laughs> Why is Kelly Rowland so hot? Okay. Last but not least, on BET, which, by the way, before finding this Refinery29 list, I found a list on Essence with 20 movies, and I would say 12 of them were from BET+. So I just skipped that list and came on over to this one. So this list of 10 movies only includes one on BET for this season. It's called Christmas Deja Vu, and it's starring Amber Riley. Y'all know we love my girl Amber Riley from Glee. And so Amber Riley... Uh, what's this movie about? It says, Riley plays Candy, an aspiring singer who's still reeling from the death of her father. The holiday season isn't looking great until all she's ever wanted for Christmas comes true. An angel makes her dreams of becoming a singer a reality. Oh, Christmas angel. And is that who I think it is? Yes, that is indeed Loretta Devine. So I told you guys she would be in three out of 10. She was in two out of 10. Okay, so those are my, or Refinery 29s, 10 best black Christmas romances of this season. Those are the recommendations. And I hope y'all enjoy those movies. The last thing I want to say about Christmas movies is, can we please banish the Christmas horror, horror subgenre? I'm not a fan. It's weird. I just told y'all Jesus was the reason for the season. And now y'all want to start introducing horror shit. And like, who wants the spirit of Christmas ruined with some weird serial killer shit like who wants that like i've seen the 20 2015 film krampus and i just don't see the point why do we need that why couldn't this just be a regular horror movie i don't know it's weird to me but anywho thanks for listening to my holiday episode whatever you celebrate hana 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 hanukkah whoops that came out wrong hanukkah <laughs> whether you celebrate hanukkah y'all probably like is this girl drinking a hot toddy right now no I have never had one, actually. I might try that this year. Spike my cider, okay? Um, whether you're celebrating Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, or nothing at all, I just hope you enjoy these final days of December and 2021 with your family and friends. Eat some good food. Enjoy some fine spirits. And treat yourself because every purchase from here on out is a gift to yourself, okay? So subscribe, rate, review, and I will talk to you guys in two weeks for the final episode of 2021. All right, bye.